This is News Talk. The Irish Times goes on the front page with that big meeting today of the government's emergency energy group. We'll call it the Neffet of Energy, I suppose. It's the government's emergency energy group. It's going to meet today and the Irish Times says it'll formulate a contingency plan for supplying bulk fuels to food and medicine production sectors. This is in the event of a serious interruption to oil supply this winter. Uh, they're going to meet to further develop contingency plans in case severe short require fuel rationing. We had NEFIS, the National Public Health Emergency Team. Now we have NORA, which is the National Oil Reserves Agency. And unfortunately, I think we're going to be hearing an awful lot about NORA over the coming months. The Irish Times also says that it's understood the government is coming under pressure to map out where these 130 uh, service stations, the petrol stations, are going to be uh, that would supply fuel to critical workers in the event of such an emergency of fuel shortages. So you'd have a list of 40 emergency and essential workers and uh, the petrol stations apparently would only be given a few hours notice that we're bringing in these rations and then the list of 40 essential type jobs would be given to the petrol stations and only people working in those jobs could get their fuel. Everyone else would have to stay at home. I assume it would be a list similar to what we had when we locked down here. And you remember you had to go around carrying your letter to say you're an essential worker. Bosses might have to draw up another letter to say, yes, uh, this person is an essential worker. Please give them petrol or diesel. Just extraordinary, but this has to be considered at the moment. Anyway, I'm sure we'll hear a lot, lot more about Nora today and in the weeks and months ahead. We're still hearing a lot more about Sabina Higgins. This has nearly gone on for a week now. Still no sign. It's on the front pages. Still no sign of the story going away. The Irish Times says President Michael D. Higgins has been accused by government politicians of answering nothing in a statement released in the wake of that letter written by his wife Sabina Higgins about the war in Ukraine. So last week Mrs Higgins wrote a letter to the Irish Times saying the war in Ukraine would continue until both Ukraine and Russia agreed a ceasefire and obviously entered negotiations. Then they put the letter up on the website before they took the letter down from the official President of Ireland's website. Uh, now President Higgins issued a statement yesterday basically condemning again Russia's invasion of Ukraine. But last night Fine Gael TD Paul Kyo said the President must address basically the main issue which is his wife's statement or distance himself from the comments that were made. Uh, earlier yesterday Mr Kyo called for the Taoiseach and Minister Simon Coveney to restate Ireland's position on where we stand on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Then you go to the front of the Irish Independent and they've an interview with a former First Lady of Ukraine who said that the letter about Russia's invasion written by Sabina Higgins fails to recognise her country existential crisis and the former First Lady told the Irish Independent she met Mrs Higgins in 2017 when he expressed, sorry, she met President Higgins in 2017 when he expressed sincere dismay about the Russian annexation of Crimea. So the former First Lady, uh, Katerina Yushchenko, says she was saddened and surprised to read Mrs Higgins' letter, which fails to recognise the existential situation in which Russia, sorry, in which Ukraine finds itself and the 
Irish Independent reminds us that Russian media is now seizing on the controversy with one outlet saying Ireland had decided to cancel its president. So a story that's not going away. Budget isn't going away either and there's more talk about cost of living in the papers too. Irish Independent says pensions and social welfare payments are going to be benchmarked to the average industrial wage. Now that would mean that they would rise in tandem with inflation. Officials at the Department of Social Protection preparing plans to benchmark the pension system and then civil servants will move to see if it's possible to link dole rates to the average industrial wage as well. I don't know if that'll happen now in the budget or not but certainly they're trying to protect people on pensions, protect people on social welfare payments from the sharp rise in the cost of living. Now move on to the Irish Examiner this morning. And they have a story that the number of patients waiting over 24 hours at A&E has nearly trebled for the first five months of 2022. The HSE has confirmed that there were 25,000 people who obviously felt they needed emergency department treatment. But anyway, 25,000 people waiting longer than 24 hours for admission via an emergency department between January and May. And more than 8,000 of those were aged over 75. There's lots and lots and lots of figures in the papers. 8% didn't bother staying to get emergency care, I assume because they got fed up waiting and said we may as well come back in the morning and try again or something like that. But anyway, the figures are in the Irish Examiner, Irish Daily Mail, B&Bs and hotels get €100 million Euro to house refugees. Uh, they're being paid €25 million Euro a month. These are hotels, guest houses and B&Bs to accommodate Ukrainian refugees. These are new figures obtained by the Irish Daily Mail. Details obtained by the newspaper show contracts worth in the region of 100 million euro have been awarded to businesses providing refuge to Ukrainians arriving in Ireland. Staying with housing and accommodation, the Irish Daily Mirror has an exclusive this morning. A TD and her sons have had to move back in with her parents to save for a house deposit. This is Kathleen Funchen, who said that she had no choice after six years renting. Prices have rocketed and the Sinn Féin TD said, I have a good job, a really good wage, but it's virtually impossible if you're paying rent. So we used to have the, the idea, you know, that if a nurse or a Garda can't get a mortgage or can't get a deposit together for a house, what hope is there for anyone? Now you have a TD who earns €87,258 has to move back in with her parents, with her children, to save for a house deposit. The Irish Daily Star, Fugitives Mexican Rave. This is a story from Cancun in Mexico where a wanted Drogheda criminal has boasted of sunbathing and boozing. The Irish Sun uh, reveals details of how a Kinahan cartel member was nicknamed Casper because he was seen as a ghost who evaded cops and the sun reveals how he was able to operate in the shadows. The Irish Independent talks about food waste. I heard some of this here on News Talk yesterday with Adrian Kennedy. This whole idea of best before dates in supermarkets and just getting rid of them. Now the Indo this morning says that sustainability experts have called on Irish supermarkets to follow what they're doing across the water and getting rid of best before dates from products. So in the UK, Waitrose has got rid of best before dates on nearly 500 of its fresh food products and then Marks and Spencers has axed best before dates from over 300 fruit and veg products. I suppose the idea being people can use their eyes, they can use their brains and decide if 
they think a food or vegetable, a fruit or vegetable, is out of date or not, or if it's kind of gone off. And now we have zero waste chef Connor Spacey saying it's only a matter of time before Irish supermarkets remove best before dates on certain items. And sustainability influencer Fanula Moran telling the Irish Independent that removing best before dates would reduce food waste and save shoppers money as the cost of groceries continues to rise. Uh, where, what else do we have? Oh, interesting one on in the Telegraph this morning. And if you're hoping that your child is going to go on to great things, well, you might make sure that they're friends with very wealthy people because poor children who have rich friends, according to the Telegraph, earn 20% more as an adult than if they only associate with other people of the same wealth as them when growing up. So clearly it's not just about how your parents raise you, but your social circle, really, really important when you're a child because this has a formative role on your schooling as a child and essentially the people who you surround yourself with not just as an adult, because sometimes you do hear this when you're an adult, you know, surround yourself with successful people and you'll become more successful if you put in the work. But actually now it starts at childhood. And if you have a child, if they surround themselves with wealthy friends, they can earn more when they're older. Uh, staying or talking about successful people in the start this morning, big news, you too could play Croke Park next summer. They last played it in 2017 as part of their Joshua Tree 30th anniversary tour and now the rumour mill is an overdrive that Bono, The Edge, Larry and Adam uh, are going to be booking a stadium in Dublin for next summer summer, and they think it's going to obviously be Croke Park. This would be on top, of course, of playing Las Vegas, which they're going to have a residency there very, very shortly too. So we'll see what happens with that. But that's what the U2 experts are saying, what the fans are saying, that they could be playing Croke Park. The uh, Sun this morning tells us that Big Brother is coming back next year. Uh, I didn't watch the Love Island final. I won't ruin it for you because uh, also I couldn't tell you who won. But anyway, it was on last night and apparently during the Love Island final there was an ad for Big Brother. So ITV is going to bring back Big Brother. So it was on Channel 4 originally. Then it went to Channel 5 and now it's going to be on ITV. And the returning series will air on ITV2 with all the action taking place in a purpose-built house with nominations, public votes and live evictions. And I suppose if it's not broken, don't fix it. Final story comes from the mail and we always like to tell you about shrinkflation here on Breakfast Briefing on News Talk and sort of what chocolates are going down in size. The latest is Maltesers. Now the latest victim of shrinkflation, sharing packs of Maltesers are now seven chocolates lighter in a trend which sees manufacturers reduce sizes and of course keep the price the same. So the packs of Maltesers teasers have shrunk from 189 grams to 175 grams. That's seven chocolates, but they're still very, very popular, obviously, here. And of course, it's all down to rising prices right around the world. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.